Hey everyone and welcome back to the Real Film Podcast, the podcast that chat... No, I don't like that opening. I thought of a better one earlier. Um, <laughs> did I write it down? I was going to say, do you write these down? Sometimes. Did I write it down? I came with a better one. Better intro. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Real Film Podcast, where each season we pick a different topic in film, TV or gaming. In this brand new series, we're chatting about Jumanji, because it's great and um, we've, we've not got any other ideas of what we want to talk about. Uh, we've been planning this for a while, let's we be have. honest. We've been teasing this, teasing yeah. Jumanji for a good while. Um, I'm your host, Matt, and I'm joined by David. Hello. Sam. Hello. And Guff. Hello. What was with the, uh, the pitch drop there, Chief? Don't know, just thought I'd try it. Fair play. I should have a different pitch for each of you. Like, <laughs> David. You can ah! do that in the edit. Goof. <laughs> it's alright. Um, well, at least let me do my own ridiculous pitch. <laughs> no. I'm the captain. I'm steering this ship. And this is why we're talking about That's Captain Cap- Phillips this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jumanji <laughs> 2, Captain Phillips. <laughs> I've actually not seen that film, so... I mean, I've seen, I've seen Jumanji, I've not seen That's Captain Phillips. How is everyone doing? Yeah, good. Good. Enjoying yeah. lockdown? As much as you can enjoy lockdown. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting pretty I was bored, gonna, um, bored now. <laughs> I was gonna quote the new Budweiser advert when you asked me that then. Have you have you all seen that? I really no. enjoy that. Having a yeah. bud. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. What is what, it? They brought back the uh, classic WhatsApp. Oh. But they've just changed it to from watching the game, having a bud, to quarantining, having a bud. Oh, okay. But it's quite it's quite a nice message because like I am um, I posted like a little uh, sort of message in one of our group chats, um, which was basically um, how all coronavirus adverts are the same, like from like every company they're all doing the exact same formula. Yeah, they like, are. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, theirs was like quite nice because it was just like call a bud, see how they're doing, and it was like oh yeah, that was like the message behind it. And I was like, that's quite nice. Yeah, that's that is quite nice. Fair play to Bud. Yeah, fair play to Bud. Yeah, uh, I've realised the yeah, official getting... sponsor I... of the Real Film Podcast. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, I wish. I don't like Bud that much. It's fine. <laughs> it's drinkable. I'd rather other beers. But Budweiser, if you're listening, I love Budweiser, <laughs> and I'll have some free beer. Sterling review of your product. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't have any uh, income at the moment, so free beer would 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 be lovely. Um, to be fair, I drank quite a lot of Bud when I was in America in Vegas because I mean they don't have great beer selections in America and little, like, everywhere just serves there. Bud. What? Just a little flex there. Yeah, I actually um, used to drink quite a lot of Bud when I was in Vegas. I went to Vegas, <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, like five years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, mad people travel in it. Mad people can go like that. Feels so alien nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I was watching Killing Eve the other day. Because like season three is out, and she just got on a plane and like landed somewhere like same day in like Europe, and I was like something that you very much can do, yeah. and I was like, how's she done that? <laughs> like, like, like traveling is alien now. It's like, <laughs> well, oh, it's, mate, it's not been that long. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just, it's just. It feels like the world has changed. Yeah, uh, yeah to be fair though, yeah, we're yeah. not. When no one's going abroad in 2020. No, true. No, so no, I, was tr- I was a bit triggered. Uh, but yeah, we've since because I was getting like. 
agitated and bored. But since like we know lockdown's extending now, I've got a couple of things, and I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on those things. Do you know because it was stuff that was like lockdown. It happened. Like you could do it out of lockdown, but it feels a bit pointless to do it out of lockdown. And I was like, oh, it might yeah. get eased soon, so there's no point starting it in case. I try, and then like a week later, it's like, everyone's outside again. I mean, everyone is outside again anyway, but, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, it's extending now, so I've got a couple of things that I want to work on, some real film related. Yeah, so. you, you can start up your OnlyFans. It'll be great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Real film OnlyFans. Can I describe that? Real, real fans. <laughs> yeah, there real we go. <laughs> OnlyFans? Oh, no, we don't. We, oh... <laughs> No, that's it. We don't have an OnlyFans account. We set up a new platform that's the same as OnlyFans, <laughs> but called Real Fans. Because <laughs> yeah. then we don't have to get our nips out, but other people do, and we get money from Aww. it, presumably. Uh, OnlyFans is where you get your nips out. This is where you get your clips out. This is different clips of films. <laughs> Mate, you get need, your clips out. You need, to, you need to really make sure you enunciate clips and not <laughs> yeah. something else. And he's going to be doing that intro live every time, so it's yeah. just going to go up from here. Yeah. I like that. That's a fun idea, actually. <laughs> like you share your favourite clips of films. That's good. I like that. It's mine now. Um, uh, should we should we chat about Jumanji? Yeah. Yeah. Probably a good idea. So yeah, I want to speak a little bit about like Jumanji law and the rules of Jumanji. I know obviously it's a game, it's a it's a film about a board game coming to life sort of thing. So you can't pick it apart too much. But I'm interested. I've got some questions that I'm like, I want to know. So this film, uh, yeah, made nine. This we're, we're talking about original Jumanji in this episode. I don't know if I cleared that up up top, but original Jumanji we're talking about 1995 one. So the film opens in 1869, I think with like two kids like burying um jumanji so i'm like where's jumanji come from is was jumanji man-made is it like an infinity stone is it always been in existence that's what i want to know i'm like where did is it like cursed did someone curse it was it a normal board game and then like a witch Christ. cursed it or imagine something. if imagine if thanos got his hands on jumanji oh we'd be done yeah done for i reckon it's, could contain that. it's probably just hasbro again fucking about they did this and then they move on to ouija boards and then they're like we can't do anything yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> no I, i'm just kind of i was like because i've forgot that this film opened in that timeline like that far back i just i, I couldn't really remember yeah. where because i think i don't remember watching this film as a kid really i remember it a little bit um but then we we rewatched it at Christmas and I realised I didn't know much about this film because I realised I didn't even realise that it was stuff coming out of Jumanji because I've seen the new ones I again just presumed it was like going into Jumanji and what I could remember was like all the you know when the, he's sinking through the floor at the end and all the trees and the water and stuff so I was like oh yeah they're in Jumanji obviously and then I was like oh no the stuff's coming out I was like I completely misunderstand what's happening in this film yeah, I um see I, I, I absolutely loved this film as a kid. Um and like thinking back, it was probably ones that I watched one of the most, like sort of like those sort of action films, like of that sort of like adventure type film. I think I probably watched it an awful lot. Um but as a kid, I like I've not seen it actually for a few years from this point. I watched it yesterday though. 
Um, but I remember like being. I love the aesthetic that it's in the house. Like I absolutely, I like forgot that they actually leave the house at some point because I know like they can sort of go around the town a little bit in certain points. But um, like the fact that it's all sort of mostly isolated in the house, I was like, because I love the way like the house transforms. I remember distinctly, I think it was like a relative of mine who had a fireplace that looked a little bit similar, like the one where the plant comes out of, like the big Venus plant thing. I remember like after Jumanji being like genuinely like a little bit afraid as a kid of like the fireplace in my relative's house. Cause I remember being like, that looks, I'm like, there's a fucking plant in there. <laughs> That's like ready to kill me. Yeah, well, on the back of what Matt was saying then about the whole, like, lore of Jumanji, it turns out those people uh, have got names. Um, they're actually, like, cast as characters in the, the film. And apparently the brothers called Caleb and Benjamin who were, who were playing that game anyway. But um, the oh, okay. one of the, the things that I never actually clocked as a kid, like, lore-related anyway, um, that I only really noticed recently... Uh, which, thinking about it, it kind of seems to f- go into all the films. But, you know, so the scene Matt's talking about, like, right at the start of the film, I mean, the assumption is that they've just won, like, at the end of the film, you're like, all right, those people at the start must have, like, won Jumanji. Um, yeah, that's what I was just about yeah, to say, because I was yeah. like, obviously, their game's not ongoing. Yeah. So I'm like, fair play, kids. Yeah, they've, they've obviously get, got through, they've done their thing, and then they're burying it. Uh, and then one of the kids almost, like, falls in the hole, fucking div kid don't stand at the edge of the hole like just fucking whacking the soil but anyway um falls in and then you hear the drums start starting up and then i only thought recently about the drums insert drum sound effect here all right i was gonna say everyone's hand went up then so i was like have i just stepped on everyone's toes i mean (laughs) i get the drum chatting first but um yeah just the fact that the drum um the drums like obviously it's this thing that the people always hear uh but I always thought, I, well, that would just never clock. The fact it's only kids that seem to be able to hear the drums, uh, and then almost to the point where the, in future films as well, there is that same sort of trope going through that only kids are hearing this film. So it's almost like Jumanji is like luring these kids into playing the game, uh, and but then the effects like go a lot wider and start taking over the world essentially. But go on, Guff. I, I have my I have a I have a theory. okay conspiracy time uh, is starting now then sorry conspiracy time no uh, we've got several conspiracy times coming up is Jumanji no, a nonce luring kids in no I was gonna say uh, it's Pennywise in disguise it's just another Pennywise Ooh. in many forms um, there we go. no I was gonna I was my my point that I was gonna say was what this sort of gets brought more into the future films as in when the kid um, who discovers Jumanji, and we'll sort of get into that in the future ones, but like um, in Welcome to the Jungle, um, you have uh, the first kid who finds it isn't as interested in it because it's not a video game, so it transforms itself. I'm curious as to whether the game that they played in the 1800s, like 1896 or whatever it was, I wonder if that was also a board game Mm. or whether that was... Whatever a video game. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was on Atari, I believe, was out that time. Uh, it's like if that was like some form of game uh, mm. in like their world. I mean, obviously, I, I doubt the makers would have thought of the uh, that concept at that point. But it's uh, if we're talking law, it'd be cool to think 
that is that is the case maybe I get behind that I was thinking the same because I like wrote down um, kind of like is Jumanji the same game each time or is it like a different world like is it the same world every time and if it obviously we know it can change because it becomes a video game so one is Jumanji alive is is Jumanji sent like um, sentient sentient is that the right sentient. word sentient sentient not sentient, sentient. And is it the same game? Like, is it the same world? I mean, obviously, actually, we do know it's the same world, don't we? Because in Welcome to the Jungle, they find Alan's little um, living spot thing. Love that reference. Yeah. Also, I'd just like throw a throw a shout out to Alan. Actually, like surviving in Jumanji, fair play to him for like twenty years growing up in it. That mm. is not a bad not a bad shout at all. I was just going to throw out to a quick poll who you think would win in a fight, Pennywise or Jumanji. <laughs> Oh, Pennywise. Pennywise. Jumanji, I was thinking this while watching the film, where, like, Jumanji is obviously brutal and, like, spoilers for the end of the film. (laughs) But at the end of Jumanji, I think it's safe to say they kill Kirsten Dunst. Because, like, that plant, like, fires, like, a poisonous dart at her. Pretty much. And obviously she's sort of dying or she's really ill and then obviously you don't see the kids again until obviously Alan reverses everything. But I'm like, obviously she sort of straight up dies. Um, so, you know, but earlier on in the film, I was thinking, because I couldn't remember that sequence happening, I was like, it's more of a nuisance Jumanji, in it? Where I was like, is it evil? Is it actually evil? Because it's more of a nuisance. Like, do you know what I mean? The bats don't hurt anyone. They just sort of fly out. I mean, apart from being sucked into the game, but, you know, the intention is you carry on playing. I imagine that's supposed to be like a timeout yeah. and things like that, but obviously... Um, it's just because... a game that doesn't really get what difficulty is. Like, they think that's a reasonable level of difficulty. Yeah, that's, that's sort of like my, my headcanon for it. So, to answer okay. your question, Pennywise would kick the fuck out of Jumanji. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jumanji wants to... Jumanji's just up for a laugh. They just take the. It wants to be played with. Yeah, they just take the banter a little bit too far. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. It's it's just a prank, bro. Yeah, I do. I do have the. <laughs> speaking of um, Judy, she's called, isn't she? Um, yes. I've I've got the note. Judy's a fucking ledge. She's really. She's, she's topping that. She's she? really good. Like it's when she just like gets hit by that thing and she's like, no, go and get that and help them. And I was like, she's mint. Like she proper like. I like um. I like the bit where like. I like how she just keeps fucking lying about her parents though. Like even in like like little so moments dark. where she shouldn't. Like it's it's mad. Like but she is actually like pretty top to be fair. Fair play to her. Yeah, got a lot got a lot like considering you can have like the big sister dynamic, like have two annoying kids. Like they're not annoying characters, they're like really good characters, both Judy and uh Peter, is it? Yeah, yeah. Peter, yeah. Yeah, like, they're both, like, really good, like, characters, like, for, you know, who they are. And considering, sort of, like, what they've been through and, like, having, like, that sort of tragedy and things like that, like, it's... I think that's a really... I, I think the characters are done really well, actually. Give, to give something to this film, the character development is really, really good. Like, in just the little bits that you have, yeah. like, just these little tiny little things, I think it's really good. And the good kid actors, which helps... Yeah, apparently he's not... Well, I don't know if he's done much else. Um, 
He, but he was the voice of Chip in Beauty and the Beast, so the original. So yeah. Um, but that's that's the only other thing I saw about him. And for Kirsten Dunst, that was Small Soldiers and Jumanji, so she was killing it in the mid-90s. Yeah. Mm, and she had an interview with a vampire as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I always forget she she was like a kid actor. I don't know. I think because mm, yeah. like, I was just associated with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? What other, other things did I have that I wanted to know more about? Oh, the hunter guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the guy who's yeah. like... Van Pelt. Yeah. Pardon? Van Pelt, yeah. Van Pelt. Um, What's his name? Oh, is that his name? Because I was like... Don't wear it out. He's obviously... <laughs> he obviously has a very personal vendetta with Alan. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's that relationship about? Because as far as I'm aware, they didn't say too much, do they? They kind of hint that... The, the, the this sort is, of hint... This is tying into my theory, but go on. The, the, he, he says... Because she says something when they're in the supermarket, which is like, why don't, like, why don't you just hurt me or something? And he says, you're the one that didn't roll. So I think he basically chases whoever the role is. Yeah. So oh, I think okay, yeah. A, okay. But I think obviously in the world of Jumanji, they clearly have some history because yeah. he must be hunting him. But I think for 20 for the years. The, yeah. I think for the purpose of the game, I think he's just only going for, for Alan. Yeah, yeah. Because of and obviously from a plot perspective, it's it's like Peter Pan in it, where it's actually just his representation of his dad and yeah, exactly. that same actor and stuff. But well, that's it because the whole bit where he's just like you're finally acting like a man and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, I want to know like what they've been because they it's not just obviously him hunting him. It feels like they have a personal. Obviously, as you say, it's kind of the manifestation of his his dad and all that sort of stuff. But as a separate character, it's like oh, they've got some personal stuff going on. Mm. Like he's... Well, that's sorry. That's what they do in the series. So I was I was having a quick look at the. Uh, so for anyone that doesn't know, there was a TV show in the nineties that sort of followed this. I'm not quite sure what year, but it ran for three seasons. So it's clearly doing okay. Um, but it was um like a little animated series, and it was um I was I was looking at the opening of it, and it is actually an alternate universe. So it is it's the same events as Jumanji. But instead of like, as in the uh, the two kids get to the house that the auntie is renovating, they find it in the attic, and in the first role, Peter and Judy both get sucked into Jumanji, and that's where they meet Alan, and the whole series is set in Jumanji, like the jungle. Um, that's cool. And Van Pelt is the sort of main villain. Like, I I don't really sort of know much because it was a long time ago since I watched it, but like from that clip. I didn't actually realise that it was like sort of a what if version of the film, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool way of doing that. Oh yeah, that, I'd be well into that actually, because um, mm-hmm. I've got this note as well that obviously it, it the series kind of gets cleverer when you get to like the the sequel and stuff, and it's like oh, it's switched it up now. That's <clears throat> kind of why that bits the second one works so well. Is like it doesn't just do the same thing. It's like no, they're going into Jumanji this time. Um, I think that's why I probably presumed it always was going into Jumanji, not coming, um, not Jumanji coming out. Uh, but obviously, I put like, you no, know, it is like possible to go into Jumanji, but that's like not the main part of the game when it's in this form of its of itself, which would suggest that it is alive and evolving just to try and get more people, sort of thing. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it is an evil genius, and it's like, do you know what? People keep beating it when I send stuff out of myself. Maybe I need to bring people in here to mess them up. Maybe that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, 
well, that's interesting that the car- that the cartoon series follows them going in because that is kind of. Mm. Like, I wonder if that kind of was a bit more of inspiration for the for the film than when they were like, "That's a cool concept. Why don't we actually do that for, um, for the actual main film?" That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Try- it's on Amazon Prime to rent, so I might watch it and. Um see if like because I think that'd be cool to see sort of the comparisons and see if there is any because because um, the only thing that I, I sort of think is I remember watching this when watching the film was Van Pelt as a main villain how could you really do it because he isn't just like his motives seem very sort of one-sided deliberately and like I think this is sort of something that the, the second film pulls off really well um, that you have these panto type villains but you, but they're not like bad. Like, do you know what I mean? If they were a villain in a normal film, you'd go, oh well, they don't really have a motivation. It seems a bit like one sided and things like that. But because these are basically NPCs, and the same can be said for Van Pelt, where he is just a character with the sole intention of causing sort of distress and you know interruption and things like that. You can obviously forgive it, but they're still really good characters. Like. He played to that trope really well, and I think like I think Van Pelt being sort of like I sort of made the Peter Pan reference before, but like you know Captain Hook is very much supposed to be like Wendy's dad, you know like that representation. That um, basically yeah, like Jumanji sort of creates this personal um, like this personal enemy. But it's interesting when you compare that to the new one because it's more like a sort of blanket enemy in it, but it's like you going into stock characters, which is like an interesting switch up as well. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I was um, just going to say it's quite quite a cool idea. Probably the cartoon doesn't do it in this step, but if like at first he is just, you know, as you say, for the board game purposes, he's chasing him because he's the one that rolled the dice. So like it's his job to try and catch the person or kill the person that who it was on their turn but then you know it's supposed to be just like a quick thing like because either he gets out when the next person rolls or he kills them but whereas it's like 20 years you can like create a cool personal relationship then so it starts off as like a i'm just an npc enemy that's coming to hunt you down and then it becomes like a whole actual personal relationship i think would be really cool which i'm presuming the cartoon probably doesn't um because I'm assuming it's for children, maybe do as interesting things as as that. Are you saying that they were lovers? Is that is that what you're getting at? Over the 26 years, they were in love. <laughs> I hope not, up. because there's a lot of that where he's a boy. So yeah. I'll say he's a, I hope he's a boy in a man's body. Years, he's not. He is the no, villain. So you know, he isn't a man's body. He he grew maybe, up in Jumanji. Maybe it's like he um, landed. He didn't land in Robin Williams' body when he went to. Maybe Jumanji. he did. We don't know. Jumanji. Nah, that, that that seems like a. Uh, I don't think that's the way it works. But then, in I'm the not, ne- in the next film, that. when they land in the game, they land in the Rock's body, or they land in Kevin Hart's body, when they're kids. Because they selected yeah, characters. Yeah, but then, if it's the same characters. Jumanji game, would the same physics not still apply when you go into Jumanji? No, I th- no, because we see him grow into Robin Williams at the end of Jumanji. We do. One. We do. Yeah. yeah. So unless that. unless Jumanji is. Um, omnipresent and omnipotent and all that and he knows what he will end up like 
in 20 years' time. <laughs> so he makes Are you trying to justify I'm not. that Van Pelt... Why are you trying to so viciously justify <laughs> that just, Van Pelt and Alan are shagging? I'm, just, shagging? I'm, I'm not. not. I didn't put that in thought. Be- yeah, because <laughs> Jumanji isn't just this, like, you know... Uh, neutral thing that just you know it doesn't really get how difficult things it's international are. waters it's evil, baby and it's luring ki- it's it's luring kids in <laughs> to fuel van pelt's addiction oh. <laughs> this is horrible this is not That's this horrible. isn't my theory but it's out <laughs> I there mean, oh, i, I kind of don't want need... i don't want to say what i was going to say next now because no. it just makes it worse we need we need to yeah, get we need to get spotlight on this oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ruffalo, yeah. get into the get into Jumanji Four and bust this shit right wide open. Spotlight Two, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say though, like I think um, what's sort of like uh, I like the idea of like a Wreck It Ralph esque film for like Van Pelt, where it's like he spent twenty six years chasing this one bloke. Like you said, he had one he had one directive, which is to just inconvene and maybe kill this young boy who was in there for a few rounds and then chased him for 26 years got a brand new fell in love fuck all for it now he's having an existential crisis and going to all the other evil board games he's talking to a poltergeist from Ouija he's uh he's like what's going on how do I get over this he's like oh smash a glass or something mate you'll make you feel better what if what if the uh so nah I'm still gonna say what I was gonna say anyway um (laughs) <laughs> not not that it links obviously to what uh, David mentioned then, but it was just the thought that um, again, crazy theory time for uh, everything, but what if Van Pelt wasn't an NPC? What if his, what if his role that brought him into the game was that he had to murder? I know it's a, a weird thing, but what if his role, the way he got out, the way he finished his game was if he became a hunter and hunted things in Jumanji and that was how he ends up getting out of the game it's not a 5 or 8 type situation because he did it earlier than Alan did and the game maybe who knows it was if we're calling it like sentient it was what sorry David yeah could be (laughs) but (laughs) There's a lot being revealed there was, in this episode. There was. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, but then it obviously it kind of it just it was a thought I was having when I was thinking about having a a weird a proper thought out conspiracy theory, which I'm not going for in this one. Um it was gonna be linked to how maybe characters in Jumanji are people that have been pulled in and maybe lost in time kind of thing, who haven't say won the game, uh, but they've sort of almost been like claimed by Jumanji. And it's been that much time that their pieces on the board have essentially... Because the reason I was unpicking my theory was that I was saying that what about if there are like le- layers of Jumanji that go down and they're actually like a few in the game down. Like a, like a dairy milk milk Almost. tray. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or like Inception. Yeah. Or that was what I was more going for, Inception level. Nah, fair milk tray. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but then I thought, does Inception taste like chocolate? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was more going to be um, like the way I was talking myself out of it was the fact that well, wouldn't there be pieces on the board uh, if there were other people playing the game? But then I thought, oh, maybe after a certain amount of time, it relapses I, or whatever. I have a theory. I have a theory based on that. What if 
what if if you die yeah. in Jumanji and you become a character yeah, yeah, yeah. In that'd be good that'd yeah. be a good way to like tie it all up together um, but yeah just thought it'd yeah. be interesting I, I would love like deep lore explanation of the world of Jumanji I think you could create something <sighs> really I would love a Jumanji origin I'm gonna story. let mate we're doing it yeah, we're doing we it right now <laughs> Uh, tying into what you've said though, Sam, like when you in the Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock and Kevin Hart and people, when you see like the other characters in Jumanji, they're old like oldie worldy like marketplace people. And if we've seen that Jumanji has been played for however many hundreds of years, maybe it's right because maybe they've just adapted to what they were doing and started up their jobs in Jumanji and formed a little civilization in there. What is is he called Nigel? What if he yeah, is the OG yeah. player and that's why he knows so much? He was like the first person to play and get yeah. stuck in Jumanji. Oh, but but he's we have, but we he's, have another theory. Like but he's been in he's been in there that long that like he's gone mad that, and thinks he's part of the game. Yes, like, that's, it. He, that's what he, I was gonna say. He like thinks he's part. He he was a normal boy and now he's just gone mad. Boys were making it. Do we ever know his last name? What if he is Nigel Van Pelt? What if he's the son of Van Pelt? Oh my god, they don't look that dissimilar. Boys, we're making omelets. I thought you were going to say Thornberry. You cracked it! Jumping back to sort of like theories and stuff. Jumping back to sensible stuff, let's get back on track, speak about Shumanji properly. No, um, there's a cool little bit of uh, trivia here that I found, which was that the author Chris Van Allsburg, I think it's pronounced. Um, Van? The word Jumanji is Zulu for many effects, which sort of alludes to the exciting consequences of the game. So because, like, Van Pelt is this, like, old sort of, uh, like, hunter from sort of, like, imperial England, it seems... Maybe it's like created at that time in Africa because it's like and I'm I'm gonna say that it's of Zulu origin. Maybe a cursed thing to take back to England. I could get on board with that. Yeah. On board Uh I could get sucked into that board and form a strange illicit relationship. End the episode. <laughs> End it. Cut <laughs> <laughs> it, cut it off. I did put a note down actually, like halfway through this film, just going more game, more board games should be their own boxes. I was like, why is that not a thing? Yeah, yeah. like why? Good. Why yeah. is why is that not a design feature of board games? Because it's so. I love the Jumanji like box and the way it just folds out and it's all there. Yeah. I'm like, why is I, that not a thing? I would fucking love like a little storage box that was designed like the Jumanji box. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be like, like do you know, like. I don't know if there's sort of like an equivalent I would have, but you know, like sort of like old jewellery boxes that sort of fold out and they have like all like women's jewellery in them and stuff like that. Like, I know like mum's got one where they sort of fold out and stuff like that. Like, that feels very much that design. What would you keep in I'm it? Like, I don't know, just like little bits and bobs. Little bits and bobs, I reckon. I, Nothing I just know, that. if you had that style of box and it even said Jumanji on the top and you were like, oh yeah, it's like a replica... I just have to put some kind of little live creatures in it, so one day you open it up and you think it's actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I, I was thinking about this, which is, and I don't, I, I mean, I googled it a couple of times, so I don't, and I didn't see anything. But they just never is made Jumanji, Jumanji game. real? <laughs> no, but they never made like a Jumanji board game. Like you really? could create 
a Jumanji board game, like, that was just like... I know, because it's not too dissimilar to Monopoly in terms of, like, movements and things like that. You could have a card-based game that was Jumanji, and I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Like, it seems like such a... I'm going to Google it right now. But I, I, go, I remember Googling it and just thinking, as if that wasn't something they made during... Um, yeah. Things the actual weird. original maybe, game. Yeah. Maybe people would be genuinely afraid of playing it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like Ouija boards. Yeah. Also, I like that you said it's not that dissimilar to Monopoly. Like, we're always getting bats coming out of our Monopoly board while we're playing Well, it. I get hit by a car every time I play it, so <laughs> a big silver car, it's me. Um, I've got down... Ooh. Oh, go on. Oh, sorry, it's, not, it's just a replica. I was going to say there is one, but it is literally just, like, replicas people have made. Oh. But even that, I would fucking buy that because just that little green sort of, like, jewel effect in the middle, I fucking love that so much. Like, I think if you had, like, one of them that had, like, a little LED in it or something, it looks so cool. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that, I'm just saying that's a present for you to all oh. buy me at some point. Yeah, I was going to say, we can all pitch together, get you a nice Jumanji board. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've got a big note here in capital letters because I was making this as I was watching. I forgot about like the time travel, not well, not time travel, but I forgot that like when they finished the game, they come out when they started playing it. Yeah, I, I, I only remembered that at the end of the second one. Yeah, that, yeah. that was an element. I completely forgot that. Yeah, I completely because I, I was just like, oh, that's like pretty mental, and then I kind of started getting a bit sad because I was like oh like Alan like has the mind of a child because I was thinking about this because I was like Robin Williams is like an amazing job of like playing a you know a child who has grown up well like, like that was my I know we were joking before about the nonce thing but like the way I see it is he, does, he does go in as a child and he does grow up during that time like naturally but obviously he's like away from society he's on his own he doesn't have like mental stimulation or like emotional stimulation um, apart from maybe the loving of whatever he's called. Stop it! Fun Stop pal. it now! <laughs> um, yeah! Um, you know, so like, he, he'll have like an adult's body and like have kind of developed a bit but still be like quite childlike and I think Robin Williams does like a really good job of doing that and it's kind of an interesting then perspective for the next one where like The Rock and Jack Black and um, all that lot of Kevin Hart and Karen Gillan are playing adult bodies but actual kids that have moved straight into it i think that's a really like interesting mm-hmm. switch of the dynamic and like both do like a really good job but then i was thinking about at the end of the film i was like alan can kind of quite naturally go back to just being a child sort of thing and i was and i was getting a bit sad about like sarah i was like she's like grown up naturally so she's is like an adult even though people called her crazy and she had a bit of a weird life because of saying a boy got taken into a board game and I was like, oh, she's going to be all sorts of messed up because, like, she's, you know, she's grown up and now she's back to being a child. But then they do your favourite thing, Guff, of just explaining it away with a line where she's like, I'm already starting to forget what it feels like to be an adult. <laughs> and then they just explain it away and I'm like, all right, okay, they're regressing, it's fine. Like, I, I do kind of like that. I like the idea, though, that, like, because I, I wouldn't, because obviously it's not an experience anyone can have, but I do wonder if, like, even with sort of, like, adult experiences... Would you sort of revert back to being a child if you were in that world? Do you know what I mean? Because they'd probably, I, really, like, there's a there's a there's a joke that's in the film Sky High that always <laughs> makes me laugh when I think about films like this that do this sort of thing about like people being young again or whatever. 
and the bad guy makes a joke sort of at the end because they like got turned into a baby or something they were like i've got to go through puberty again like (laughs) it's the the idea and i was thinking like oh poor alan and sarah they've gone through well i mean more sarah because again she actually went through puberty as an outcast in society like, As opposed to being in, um, in opposed to being again. in a murdering jungle. Oh, puberty is the least of your problems. No, your hormones and don't say a damn thing <laughs> are the least thing to worry about in that jungle. But like, as in, like it, that always sort of made me laugh. But I, I like I was sort of thinking about it last night after watching it, like and just sort of thinking, it's nice though, isn't it? Because as adults, and it's like you know sometimes when you have like films where like. Or, like, someone will meet as kids and then they'll be, like, the love interest of one another and it'll be, like, a sort of, like, meet you or, like, a something like that. If you ever see, like, a flash forward or anything like that, it's similar to, like, what they do with the It films where um, these people don't end up marrying each other just because they liked each other as kids because that's not how life works. Do you know what I mean? You like people when you're young and you all grow and very rarely do people stay together when they were together as kids. But, like, I thought about it in this, which is, like, it makes it more believable because they did like each other as adults. So they were, like, they realised they liked each other as adults. And I was, like, oh, actually, that's quite cute because if they stayed together through that entire time, it's like they were married twice as long because they were just, like, they got, like, they just knew they liked each other already and they just had more time with each other. I was, like, that's quite a nice element of that time travel stuff. But I really like what they did with... um the sort of uh hiring the parents for the company at the end like that's like my favorite bit like where where he's like oh i could start work but we're going on holiday and they're like no (laughs) like i really like that but also when would you ever stop going on holiday for a new job you'd be like at that point the dad should be like oh well actually my workers rights are you know as a new employee you should honor the holiday i've already booked I love it how well he takes it. He's just like, okay, yeah, guess we're not going on holiday. I'll get started tomorrow. And you're like... Yeah. It's like, it's a good job we know Alan isn't a prick. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Because if like any other film your boss had said that, you'd be like, oh, this boss is a bastard. Like, let him go on his holiday. But it's like, actually, it's good. It's nice to see the other... But maybe every boss asks you to work on holiday because they know you'll die on holiday. Maybe. Maybe that's something to think about, people. Every single boss for everywhere you've ever worked has at some point or another been in Jumanji. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say... <laughs> they had, like, a nice... Uh, following from what you said, Guff, like a nice, almost like a wedding simulator when they were then able to go back to when they were younger to see what it would be like if they were older and together. But also, you know, when they go... When she does that nice little throwaway line that we said, like, oh, I'm starting to forget what it's like to be an adult. But then she says, you know... Oh, actually, before I stop being adult completely, I better... And then kisses a child on the lips. And then takes the mask off and she's Van Pell. Oh. Then... <laughs> I, I was going to say, right, he ju- wanna... if he just turned to her and went, you're not as good as Van Pell, sorry. Oh, <laughs> filth. No, right, let's, uh, let's clarify the line that she says. She doesn't say, I'm forgetting what it's like to be a child. Or uh, an adult. She says, I want to do, do one last thing before... As an adult, to you, a child, come here. That's what she says. <laughs> I think she's like, before she completely forgets what it's like to be an adult. And I think that, me, I, I sort of interpret that as she's sort of not, she's a bit more brave and confident as an adult and not like, 
No, yeah, I do. I, do I, I actually appreciate that line, but you know, yeah, with all the Van Pelt jokes. For the joke, you got, you got you got to do it for the joke, can't you? You got to do it. So <laughs> I, I was thinking this. I, I don't know if I miss something at the time, but do Judy and Peter remember them? Like, what if you? Because like, there's kind of like a weird kind of like smile and kind of like, are they just being polite or like, I, do I they think... do they remember them in some weird way? I sort of interpret, like, because it looks like Judy sort of starts to smile yeah. as if she starts to remember. And it looks that maybe Peter does the same. Like, he does, like, a weird sort of glance to Judy as if, like, did he recognise these people? Obviously, sort of going to the lore of Jumanji, as we've seen in future films, you know, we would dictate that maybe they do. Yeah. But maybe it's because they've, like... Do you know, if you think about it from the logic of Jumanji 2, they go back into their, like, teenage bodies, while obviously... Yeah, so they would... Where, no where time's would really passed for them. Landed? Yeah, where would Judy of Peter landed in that situation? Because yeah. their entire history had been rewritten, sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like, where would they have sort of... I did, I'd, I'd forgotten that um, Alan, like, hires the guy and then obviously, like, saves them from dying and stuff. Like, and I was watching it, I was going, they're going to grow up, aren't they, and adopt them? That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, they're going to do that. And then the parents came, I was like, oh, no, that's how it goes. Okay, yeah, that's that's probably nicer than just going, it, yeah, letting them die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll steal your kids. But I like the line where he's like, um, he, like he's, he's saying, let's show you around the house. And he's like, our house is your house whenever you want it to be. Yeah. Because obviously it technically sort of was their house for like in another timeline. I was like, I really like that. And I like that they sort of... I like that they. I, I thought it's nice, but it could be creepy as well. Yeah. That they were like, uh, they're probably born now. Right. Let's find where those parents yeah. are and then offer them a job for the sole purpose of meaning we can see the kids again. It's like you kind of knew that. I know you went through a lot, but you only knew them a day. <laughs> were you not? Was he not just trying to save save the parents' lives? No, he, he was as well. Like he definitely was as well. Like, but it's like because they say that line where it's like we definitely can't forget. Judy and Peter. Yeah. Which I think is nice. Like, they, you know, the sort of... They want to sort of make sure that they are still sort of okay. Yeah. And I think that's like... Yeah, that's like how I sort of interpret that line of we can't forget Judy and Peter and it's like we actually know how the f- future pans out so let's try and save them from suffering which I think is really nice as well. Definitely. Um, there's a lot of layers to this film. There is. That, like, I didn't realise there was um, sort of until watching it again. Yeah. Also, there was a great joke, sorry, that I, I found, uh, which was, um, I forgot, I didn't even realise it as a kid, but it's when uh, the spiders start attacking them and he tells Peter to go get the axe. Oh, yeah, this joke's amazing. he picks up the axe to get the oh, thing. Yeah. And then he realises he's holding the axe and he just looks the camera. I was like, oh, that's top. I was like, I didn't even notice I that. really appreciate that joke. I really good. <laughs> I had a lot of time has anyone actually clocked what the pieces were that get used in the Jumanji game? In They're this animals, one. aren't they? They are. They are. Uh, yeah. Does anyone one know them... what they are? I, I think Alan's... Wild... Oh, Alan does... is an elephant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Alan's is the elephant. Go. I would have assumed Peter was a monkey. Good guess, yep. Anyone um, else? Is Sarah an owl? No. <laughs> Because uh, he, he he makes a joke about saying she sounds like an owl when he says like when she says says something like Tom who 
and he's like Tom who are you an owl <laughs> it's like I heard it in the background but yeah I don't know it was close, but I mean, so the first two, yeah, you're right. So the monkey uh, is played by Peter. Uh, Alan's is an elephant. Uh, so the other two characters you've got, the other two pieces you've got is a crocodile and a rhinoceros. Ah. So the whole thing we were talking about before about the sentience of Jumanji, I'm going to put it out that, well, first of all, it knows when someone's cheating. It's sentient. But besides the point, um, I feel like it almost kind of knows what the people are going to kind of pick at least for this one um because i feel like the pieces they pick sort of almost reflect the character they are uh so starting off you were able to pick up the fact that peter's a monkey straight away uh i mean obviously he gets turned into a monkey in this film but i mean pretty straightforward monkeys are quite like mischievous i mean he's the only one to attempt cheating i mean uh he's quite spry when he's picking up the game when it's in the uh in the river as well so i almost feel like that kind of reflects the character character of peter quite well okay uh i mean the other one we mentioned was alan's piece being an elephant and that is the only one so far i haven't been able to really make a connection to uh it's um well i don't know about that but the um obviously the guy hunting him hunting for like ivory Ah, true, sort of true, thing. yeah. Ooh. That'd be a very good connection, yeah, yeah. If that's... I mean, that's not to do with, like, him as a person, but, you know. No, no, but it's a better don't, connection. Don't, um, don't, uh, elephants and their children follow each other by, uh, sort of, like, trunks wrapping around the tail? Maybe the fact the... that Alan says that he, he became his father mm. is an allegory for that. It could, it could. I mean, I'm really, I'm really grasping at yeah, straws, we, though. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, we do have as well that, um... They are quite territorial as well, which, I mean, when Alan first gets there, he's trying to boot him out of the house straight away. Uh, which, Alan never knows, forgets as well. He does never forget as well. He, he stays in Jumanji and he's still able to, yeah, you know, he's still got, got that. fucking massive ears. <laughs> <laughs> he's fat he's got, and grey. Well, he's got, he's got that, uh, that, like, grass, <laughs> that leaf hat. So, you know, that's a big, a big thing. Uh, but anyway, he can't. He can't shave. I imagine. I challenge you to find an elephant who can shave. His own face. You know what? There are loads of connections. All right, challenge accepted. No, yeah, I'll find an elephant who can shave now. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was more the other two characters. It was basically the three. Three of them seemed to fit up quite well, and then Alan. It was like, nah, you can be the elephant. It's almost like, what's the piece you don't want in Monopoly? You're like you're the you're the iron. Go on, yeah. <laughs> I'm the car. Fuck off, and I'm the dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so that was maybe what happened. Even though Alan was the second person what, to pick up a piece, what was so. your uh, what was your sort of comparison with the other two? So the crocodile is uh, who Judy plays as, and at the start of the film, she actually she like fake cries to the real estate agent, which I almost oh. kind of read as like crocodile tears. That um, that's good because it's speaking of the character at the time of playing the start of the game. That was kind of how she was almost acting there because they weren't sincere. Like they could, to be fair, they could have still been fueled by some sincere feelings of losing her parents. But the whole point is that as, as soon as she yeah. leaves the real estate agent, she's pissing herself laughing. Um, so I almost kind of read that as like a crocodile tear esque uh, comparison to her, which I thought was quite good. Uh, and right. then lastly, we had um, Sarah, Sarah's character playing the rhino, and even though you don't see it at the time of playing when they first start the game in 1969. Uh, you see Sarah living on her own uh, when it comes to modern day. Uh, and rhinos are quite like solitary characters. So it almost stands to reason that 
maybe she always has that in her that she is quite a solitary person hence why later down the line she's not tried to find a husband she's not tried to move on completely she does just keep to herself because of maybe the character she had obviously influenced by the experiences she's dealt with as well um but yeah this whole like linking of characters to their pieces kind of thing um i mean i might mention it further if i can think of some good enough connections uh with but i almost feel like the sequels almost like flip that whole perspective of that whereas the characters aren't being reflected by their pieces it's almost the polar opposite with the newer films which i want to say was an intentional flip that they did for that but i just thought it was an interesting uh interesting way to represent and there actually was <coughs> supposed to be a fifth piece which i read up on as well can anyone guess what the animal was that that was supposed to be there's not a character that is that is that is connected to but what was that david a lion yeah yeah a lion was supposed to be the fifth the fifth piece now i don't know if the book um picks up more on that maybe a fifth character but again in the the sequel which we'll come on to like in the later episodes there is a fifth character that they're not able to select because obviously someone else has gotten in there and chosen that character so who knows ah. it could it could have been a cool thing for him to put in but i imagine it would have just been way too much hassle to start talking about a lion piece that just is the enemy holding yeah. the introduction and that'd be quite a cool like idea for a sequel actually though that someone mm-hmm. like starts playing it and yeah. can't obviously needs and then someone else comes on picks it up sort of thing and then he's like yeah, track yeah. down who the other player is yeah yeah i think like quite a fun little little well thing. that's the point like, that is the point of the second one isn't it where yeah, he yeah. can't finish the game yeah. because he hasn't got a full team yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you have you have you can't play jumanji on your own you need all the players involved yeah, yeah. So that, that is interesting i think it's cool like people finding it and then having to like go on a little adventure in the real world to like find but then you know maybe the first couple of turns that they do bring something out that is then hunting them in the real world while they're trying to find someone so they're kind of trying to piece it together like where was it found who might have played it last all that sort of stuff i'd watch mm. i'd watch that i'd watch that yeah i'd get behind that um Funny, but i thought it was just yeah quite an interesting interesting comparison to pull from i like that's that. really cool i like that yeah all right that's pretty much all i've got question wise on law and rules of jumanji um we'll probably touch a bit more on this in the future episodes because I, I actually have a um fun idea for a jumanji sequel which would kind of um, go a little bit into the laws and rules of Jumanji and stuff, but I'll save that for another episode. Uh, should we move on to? I think David's got some conspiracy theories. So I kind of came up with this. I've seen people allude to this in the past. I can't claim to have this as my original theory, but the notes are mine while I was watching the film earlier today. And the idea is that, aside from the illicit love affair with Van Pelt that we've all spoken about while this has been going on, um, that it's all happening inside Alan's head, that he's he's making everything up. It's all going on inside his head. So he's, at the start, he's a kid who is being bullied. He's got a rough relationship with his dad. It's not like a good life for him. So he kind of imagines this mad story uh, where he ends up getting the girl he's kind of the hero um it's it's just like magical game that summons animals and stuff so like a kid could feasibly come up with that um it's all set in his house and around the town kind of like things and places he knows even the people as well like that guy from the shoe factory 
the children in the nineties as well are kind of similar to him and Sarah. He's sort of like writing from what he knows and from kind of characters. It's more like you know the younger lad with darker hair who's less sure of himself, the older slightly girl with blonder hair who is a bit more sure of herself. Um, the kids as well in that don't have parents, and we know that is it a car crash that they died in that they said. Mm. Yeah, and the last time we see Alan's parents, they're driving away somewhere. Um, and then, obviously, there's the whole thing with his dad being played by the same person who plays the nonce who seduces him. I mean, who <laughs> plays um, Van Pelt. Um, but it also says, you know, that his great-uncle or his granddad founded the school, and I think that's who there's a statue of that you see when um, Peter and Judy arrive at the house, and it looks a lot like Van Pelt. It's like an old English-looking guy with like a fancy moustache. I only noticed it this time through, so I don't know whether because of them using the same actor, it's you know it represents his dad, but whether it's more than that, it's like it's the family looming over him. The whole you'll never be a parish thing, forcing him to go board in school. If I, I mean, let's be honest. If I was just beaten up by a bunch of bullies and then my parents were like, "All right, you did very well. Go to fucking boarding school," I'd be pretty laughed <laughs> off. I do. Um, Sorry, not not to derail. I think I do love the bit where he's like, um, "Well, well done, son," and then he's kind of like, "Oh, there wasn't just one of them." Oh well, you shouldn't have probably. I wouldn't have told you to go fight them if there was if I knew that. But yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> I I quite like that bit because I thought it's a bit like because I think that's the thing. I think with films like this, it's easy to go, "Oh, the dad's a prick," but like it doesn't make him out to be that much of a prick. He's just a bit. He just obviously wants best for his son. And he's obviously just a bit more of a straight edge sort of like straight laced kind of bloke, sorry. And he, but he actually does seem to care, and it's like that thing later on where um, the homeless man living in the factory says, like, you know, no one quite loved his son. Like, you know, um, I forgot what the dad's name was. Was it Sam? I think was it was dad? Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. That kind of um, ties into part of my theory, though. In the. Ah. He's also a character he's imagined to tell him something he's always wanted to hear. I don't like this theory. It makes me sad. <laughs> I don't, um, all theories like this make me sad. It's like a nice film that it's like the dead yeah. or it's in their head and they're actually in an asylum. <laughs> like, oh, these are really sad. And um, oh, there was a, there's another thing I can't remember what it was now. Uh, oh, that was it. Sorry, yeah. When when he summons Van Pelt from the game in his rhyme, it says makes you feel just like a child and Alan's like immediately terrified of him and there's that whole thing of you know his dad um, kind of being quite condescending or quite strong handed with him but then like uh, you know the, we were saying the theory that his dad no one loved him more than his dad but then when he talks to Sarah about the idea that he was chopped up by his dad he goes my dad could barely hug me you know not chop me up into pieces mm. Um. But then obviously again, like he asks, she asks why Van Pelt would be after Alan, and he replies with, "I don't know. Everything about me he finds offensive. He's fit." And then one of the last things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the last things his dad said to him was, "You're fit, and I want to kiss it." He said, um, "You're not a parish, basically." So that idea of Van Pelt representing that side, you know, he finds everything about me offensive. He kind of stands out from the family. And ties in with what you pointed out near the start, Matt, that he says, "Good lad, you're finally acting like a man." After he stands up to Van Pelt, I like. 
Uh, I like the rhyme that you see Jumanji reveal as well when uh, Van Pelt summoned, which is you make this roll only once, now you meet a real monster. <laughs> Very good. Oh, dear. Very good. Oh, dear. Well done. <laughs> I couldn't, I'm, I didn't deliver that the best way because I couldn't stop laughing. No, it was alright. Well done. I've got, I've got, I've, I've got, I've got an alternate rhyme, if you want. Go on. Uh, roll the dice, but only once. Here comes a gun wielding nonce. <laughs> it's better. It's better. I'll give you that. And we workshopped it. Thank we you. workshopped it. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do like the idea though that obviously we were saying like earlier. Like obviously, usually. Sorry, this is not uh, to do with your conspiracy theory. Go back in a minute. But obviously, like you roll in, you get stuck in the game, and then naturally, like maybe in two turns' time, you like come out of the game. Um, but then, obviously, I'm presuming Van Pelt then doesn't just keep hunting you. Do you know what I mean? He's like, all right, well, they're gone now. But, like, it's been 20 years and he's got such a vendetta. When he when he gets to, brought out of the game, he's like, I'm finding that dude, man. I am killing that kid. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been that long. Usually, like, his part of the game is just like, oh, I'm done now. And then he usually would just come out and do a bit of hunting. But he's just taking it very, very personally. Because he's his dad. Because oh. it's all in his head. <laughs> because he's the physical embodiment of the pressure that his family put on him from an early age. I, I, I do love it that, that these like theories exist about films. And this one, I, I like, I like there's, yeah. there's more to this one than most of them, but I would genuinely love it if actually once the filmmakers intended that. Joe, they yeah. came out and went, yeah, you've cracked it, man. That, that's exactly what we intend. Yeah. Really, like, they, they're always like, oh, that's a nice little theory, isn't it? But do you know what I mean? I'd love it if actually someone was like, oh, let's do this let's do this conspiracy theory and it, it's all in his head and it's, it's his dad. But not in like a M. Night Shyamalan way of going like, you know, a twist at the end sort of thing. Like they never show it in the film. Just yeah, the film yeah, yeah. confirms it. But they yeah. Were, yeah, they was like, yeah, that's what happened. No, I was going to say that's something like Star Wars would do at the moment because they're just constantly like coming out with more stuff after oh. the film. So actually, this one was uh, okay. all in Ray's head. So because um, she's she's still on the um, in the little ATAT in um, thingy, she's just daydreaming about it all, you know. Because you know she loves Luke Skywalker, you know, and she's got no family. So why would she not have a dream of um, her becoming a Jedi? And um, I realise what I'm saying now is actually better than the Rise of Skywalker, but you know, yeah, I can. I feel like. The people behind Star Wars at the minute are getting worse than J.K. Rowling for just confirming shit on Twitter. Oh yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they now start confirming stuff about films that aren't even theirs. Like, yep, you're right. Jumanji's all in Alan Parrish's head. <laughs> Official Star Wars Twitter account. Write to them. Write to dear Star Wars. What do you think yeah. <laughs> of my Jumanji theory that it's all in Alan's head? Hello, Star Wars. Me and my friends came up with a theory for Jumanji. <laughs> Please listen to our podcast. And then they hear the bit where we're just slagging Rise of Skywalker off. I'm like, no, we're out. It's like, could have been our big break. And um, now, now Budweiser and uh, Star Wars, Star Wars have a little real film hatred group. But you but, know, uh, but where, powerful, where stand... en- powerful enemies yeah. to have. I mean, I mean as, as, as they say, there's no, there's, no, there's no bad publicity, as they say. So. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. We'll drink Star Wars brand Budweiser in every podcast now. I'd do that if they send that to me. I'd drink it. It's like, what's that? Is that like? That's is your... that like a proverb? Build it and they will come. I or feel something. like we... I feel like we should get send you that it on a me and I'll drink Matt. it. Just yeah. 
Um, so where do, where does everybody stand on this kind of slightly mad theory that it's all in Ellen's head? I hate it. <laughs> it I mean, no, it makes me sad. It does make me sad, but uh, it, it is. is an interesting it perspective is. to um, to look at. Uh, team, it was all a dream after the Ferris Bueller episode. Um, oh, yeah. But no, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Not it's a cool theory. I think there's, it's a cool yeah. theory. I think there's more to it than the Ferris Bueller one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, uh, well, more, more, foreign. more kind of um, emotional motivation for it. Let's say then, rather than the Ferris Bueller one. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, he's a um, child who's quite unhappy. Cameron's a child yes, who's is... very unhappy. Cameron's not a child, wasn't it? How old was he when he did that film? He was like nearly thirty. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he? no, he was, he was thirty. <laughs> so, uh, but the guy probably he wasn't. was like. Cameron was 10 when he went into Jumanji. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to lie, though. uh, I spent a lot of that time trying to come up with my own rhyme for when you landed, when uh, (laughs) it was coming out. Uh, And I thought I got, I think I've got one. But I don't really want to derail the uh, more than I already have. That's fine. We're probably probably moving on in a minute anyway. That's fair. Right, well. End it with this. This is the last thing. Yes, I hope this is, I hope this is just how it, I won't say cut to black, but it's an audio thing. So, you know, <laughs> it just beeps at the end. But um, cover up, hide away your speedo. You're about to get chased by a pedo. That's what George I, was, I, was, I was thinking what jungle-related <laughs> yeah. thing sounds like pedo. I was, I was literally, I was there like pedo, fedo, pedo, speed, speedo. Yes. Uh, and that was yeah, that was me. I did have a quiz, and it's now taking ages to load. There we go. I have a quiz. Uh, I thought we could do it together, though. Yeah. Um, now, I think you should sit there in silence, and you just do it, and then <laughs> let us know at the end what score you get. Send us the list. That's a good idea. We'll I, I, more, I more mean that... Um, <laughs> you don't know the answers, and you want to sponge off our intelligence. No, is that yeah, I haven't school. prepared well enough to ask them as a quiz master, oh, okay. that's all. But I haven't actually done the quiz yet, so I thought... We can answer them sort of collectively together. Go team! Um, but question one. In which year was the Jumanji game buried in the hope that no one would find it? The first in 19, time. We have 19... We have, it's multiple choice, don't worry. Uh, it's 1928, okay. 1869, 1868 or 1800. B. Yeah. 1869. It is B. Yeah. I wrote it down. Matt already read it out. And read it out. In which year was the original Jumanji movie released? 95. 95. 95. I thought it was 94. Was it 90? It's set in 95, so I'm assuming it was released in 95. Go I'm pretty it. sure it's it must 95. Be. Must be. Because it's 26 years on as well, so. Yeah, 26, 26 from 20 is a 4. If, it, if it's 26 years on now, we're in 2020. No, what are you getting at, Chief? You just said 26 years on. Yeah, from 1969. Oh, you mean from now? I thought you meant from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, 26 no, but, years mean, from it's... now is 94. <laughs> no, was... no, no, 26 sorry, years I, I from meant, now I mean, yeah. is 2046. Is 2046 no, backwards. An backwards. <laughs> Jumanji 2046, like Blade Runner. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Am I putting the answer 2046? Yeah, I'd watch that. It's, it's Ryan Gosling playing um, Van Pelt. Just like... Oh, <laughs> I'd be up for that. Um, Ryan, go on, 95. 
Um, where do Judy and Peter find the Jumanji game? A charity shop, the attic, under a bed, in an old shed. I take it it was right, by the way, the other one. It's not told me. Oh. It'll tell us at the end. Oh, I was thinking, Sorry, I was like... Okay, uh, it's well, the attic. attic, I think. Yeah, attic, yeah. Attic, I'm saying attic. Uh, what happens when they first roll the dice? Nothing really. A swarm of mosquitoes and a troop of monkeys appear. Judy wins the extra roll of the dice. Peter wins the game. I wonder which... Peter wins the game. Those... It's over. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, mosquitoes and... Honestly, the worst CGI monkeys I think I've ever seen in my life. They are oh, yeah. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, so bad. Sure bad. Like, the rest of the CGI is okay. And like yeah. the effects well, yeah, are some okay, of it holds up, but like they developed a new technology for it. Oh, like, did they? For, it's the for creepy it. faces yeah, yeah, yeah. they put on the monkeys. Oh, I was reading it. I can't remember what it's called, but, but I swear they like like the the fur on the line and stuff. Like all that was like, which looking back, you're like that's not. Yeah, it's decent, it's not bad. Yeah. But the the god the oh. the monkeys are actually like even for ninety five, they're bad. Yeah. And the thing is, as Do you well, look yeah. shite as well. Go on. No, I was just gonna say that they all have the same animation. There's no like varying yeah. on the animation when they're running. They're all yeah. running in exactly the same. They've not even like at some points they've not even gone. Well, let's you know unsync them a little bit so one's a second ahead of the other one. It's like the time perfectly, and there's there's no variation in it at all. It's so bad. I'll tell you what they fucking phoned in though. The spiders at the end where they're literally just like I think they're better though. Yeah. I think they look <laughs> No but like the, the They look better fucking, but they're walking. Yeah. Like the the legs aren't moving. They're bouncing. It's like they're on a marionette string. Ah. Like they're just they're literally I mean it looks good when obviously they close up on like Sarah and yeah, Alan yeah. stuck in the floor and like you see the fangs dripping and stuff. That's really cool. Mm. But then like yeah otherwise I'm like oh they phoned this right in aren't they? <laughs> no, I still prefer them to the monkeys. That's yeah. fair, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams jokingly said Jumanji means what in Zulu? This is interesting. He's said this, but... Is one of them really racist? <laughs> <laughs> no. He's, it's a scary game, mm. many effects, fun afternoon, chaos. Yeah, well, Robin I Williams... I reckon if it's jokingly, I'm going to say fun afternoon. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Robin Williams was one of the line, people but... to say the whole Zulu thing, though, as well. Like in seriousness, but yeah, that's what I yeah. read as well. So now I'm, conf- I don't know. I'm go gonna funny, say that yeah, he, go funny, funny. Let's put fun did, afternoon. Yeah. They did and put joking. If it tells it's so. wrong, we know that this quiz yeah. is wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. What was the name of the person who was trapped in the Jumanji game for 26 years? Hmm. <laughs> Euphigenia Doubtfire. Shush. <laughs> it's always Robin Williams. Sean Maguire, John Keating. John Keating. It's the <laughs> first one. Can you say that first one again? That was mad. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it says it's, it looks like Euphigenia Doubtfire. That sounds like Doubtfire's first I think it's, name. That sounds like. Is that is it? I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 was, I think it's characters. I was literally just about to say it sounds like a drag queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, I think it's pronounced Mrs. <laughs> I didn't hear the what kind of I didn't hear the doubtfire bit. I just heard the first bit, and I was like, "This is because uh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was like just thinking it'd just be something pretty normal, like Alan." And then you came yeah. out with that. I was like, "What?" Uh, this is this quiz is actually a bit shit. <laughs> They're all so easy. I was like, oh, we're this far in. Nah, you've, you've said this now. We have to get 100% otherwise we're fucked. Yeah. We did watch it yesterday. Yeah. Is this like Jumanji quiz for kids that you've gone on here, Gov? It is in the Beano. 
That's the other one that exists, though, so... At least two quizzes for Jumanji, both on Beano, so... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do the other one. I was looking for a BuzzFeed one. I was looking for a BuzzFeed one, but there isn't one. Uh, it's about, like, he... Beano starts with a B. It's close enough. <laughs> where did he live for all that time? In space, a jungle, New York, or Dundee? Hmm. <laughs> Why? Dundee. Dundee. Definitely Dundee. <laughs> Dundee. Yeah, we should have we done this quiz wrong answers only. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, right, true or false, the film Jumanji was based on a 1981 children's book. Oh. I don't know what the year the yeah, book came out. I, it's, I mean, it's a picture it book, so that would, I'm assuming it is. That would feel like a very, very sneaky um, true or false question. Like, yeah. no, actually, it was based on a book in this year instead. Yeah. And seen as it's been... It was an adult's book because there's a nonsense. Yeah. Um... <laughs> seen as it's Beano, I don't think they're going to try and outsmart kids. <laughs> nah. You don't know what they're up to. <laughs> um, here we go. What does Alan Parrish own? A sweet shop, a video game arcade, a shoe factory, or a toy shop? Fucking hell. Does he own it? Shoe factory. No. Well, I suppose he does in the future, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, is this like the impossible quiz where oh, you've yeah. got to like click on the number and that's the answer <laughs> or something? <laughs> uh, where did young Alan discover the game? In an old bag? That's not a nice way to talk about. I was gonna—I didn't want to say anyone's mum. <laughs> I was gonna try and make a mum joke, and I didn't—I didn't feel comfortable saying anyone's mum. Um, <laughs> a building site in a cupboard at school or in a football field? Building site. Building site. In a cupboard at school on a football field. <laughs> That's buried in a building site. In a, in a construction site. <laughs> That's buried in your mum. <laughs> oh, I have, I've just found a Jumanji trivia and quiz book on Amazon, but it's it's five pounds forty-five. It says wild fun, wild fun facts and trivia questions about Jumanji that will make you go whoa. That'd be good <laughs> uh, pre-podcast, wouldn't it? Could you could you read it again, Jumanji. but in um, could you read it again, but in your best Nigel impression? No, I'm not. I'm not breaking out the Nigel impression just yet. Here we go. Uh, true or false? The rules state that when everything will be restored, that everything will be restored when the game is completed. Yes. I mean, true, false. but the rules don't state that. Again, if these are all trick questions from Beano, <laughs> I'll be fuming. I hope they are. Uh, what? What is the name of the hunter? Charles Brown. <laughs> Van Pelt, Schroeder, or Franklin? <laughs> Schroeder. I've, I've got uh, Charles Brown. <laughs> uh, what sort of animal did Peter turn into? A monkey, a cat, a dog, or a bird? Monkey. Cat. Uh, what, what is Judy's last name? Shepherd, shell, shoe, or socks? <laughs> I'd love it if it was shoe. Yeah. <laughs> no one. <laughs> yeah, he just got really bored of the names by the end of it. It's like. Alright, we've got parachutes. Uh just Judy Shoes. Judy shoe. well, that, <laughs> Judy Shoes. That would that would lead into um It's all in Alan's head imagination. Because he'd just be like, uh, Judy, Judy and he's looking round and he's like, My dad does shoes. Shoe, Judy Shoe. He's got he's got such a shit imagination. <laughs> 
you can imagine this wonderful world of Jumanji that's full of like like he describes things you couldn't possibly imagine and then he calls them Judy and Peter too. Mate, some Judy. I'm the same. I'm like I, I I can write good stuff, but coming up with names, I'm shocking. Names are hard. So I think I think Judy Shoe I'd might love it if it was Judy like, Shoe might be in my next film. I'd love it if it was like Judy Shoes and Peter, my dad, or something. <laughs> Peter bookshelf. Um, Peter bookshelf. Peter uh, Allen Parish. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what type? What type of bird snatches the game? Oh. A kestrel, a penguin, a sparrow, or a pelican? Pelican, pelican isn't it? I think it's a pelican. Yeah, because it puts it in its, its big old jibble bits. It's big old in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's quite good. Uh, what's the name of the police officer in, in... It says this scene, but it's obviously a police officer that's been <laughs> in, in yeah. the whole thing. Carl. Uh, what? Yeah, Mike, Mike Bentley, Ben Bentley, Carl Bentley, or Brian Bentley. I thought that was one name there. Carl, Carl Bent, Bent, Bentley, Bentley. <laughs> 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 yeah, again, shit coming up with names. Yeah. So he found loads of lads' names, just added Bentley <laughs> in between them. Um, who wins the game, Alan? <laughs> I'm gonna read these in order of not what they've covered, but the funny, like not so funny to funny. Alan, Judy, Van Pelt, that lion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it literally goes Alan, that lion, Judy, or Van Pelt. Ask the Beano being cheeky is what that is. Oh, oh cheeky Beano. This is definitely a joke quiz, isn't it? <laughs> it's gonna go. Yeah, it's gonna go. You got zero percent because it was all in Alan's head. <laughs> <laughs> Written by David Thomas. <laughs> right. Where does the board game end up in the film? A junk shop, a beach, the bin, up a tree. Up a tree. Beach. Ends up the, yeah, ends up on the beach at the beach. end. Yeah, it's a, it's a beach. Yeah. Uh, who discovers it? Two girls, a family, a cat, or an otter? <laughs> Two girls. <laughs> that lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the sequel which released in 2017? Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Jumanji 2, this time it's personal. Jumanji, bored out of our minds. Trick question, there is no sequel. That bottom one. Yeah. Oh, God. Sounds like the kind of thing that That's some why... fucking cook Jumanji stand would uh, yeah. have written like, it's not really Jumanji. Do you reckon <laughs> there are like Jumanji purists in the same way there are like Star Wars? <laughs> go on, go. <laughs> so... Right, the Beano. I remember being for sort of all kids. Was it not the Beano? Mm. Was I remember like a magazine? I don't know if it's different in maybe the US or whatever. <laughs> we only scored nineteen out of twenty, oh. so we got one wrong, and it doesn't tell me which one we got wrong. Oh, wonderful! Uh, oh wait, no, it does. I'm 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 scrolling back. Which one did we get? Is wrong? it the Robin Williams one? Yeah. Said it'll be Robin yeah, Williams yeah, one, yeah. won't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh no, apparently you said it was fun afternoon, jokingly. I did. Wait, so what did we get? Oh, oh no no no, I read it wrong, it was many effects. <laughs> oh right. I forgot what I forgot we'd put fun afternoon. Yeah. 
He didn't jokingly say it, but you know, it's what it means in Zulu. Does it? You racist. Are we, are we sure? <laughs> it's what the guy said. That's why he wrote it. That's why he called it Jumanji, so I'm assuming it's based on truth. You don't. Um, uh, but it says, guess what? The, <laughs> the average score for 14-year-old girls is 15.2. It's like, is that so... all this demographic is? Is that your cookies thinking that you're a 15-year-old, 14-year-old yeah, girl? It. No, but there was there was a random question halfway through that wasn't part of the thing, but it was just like, um, it's like asks you how you are today, and it says like what are like what are you like gender and age? Right. Like I think it's probably just a consensus thing, and I just was like, oh, I prefer not to say, skip past it. So I think it's just throwing out random facts to see which one I am. <laughs> Well, there's that. So, that was a that was a fucking well-known quiz. So, Thanks, so we're better than a bunch of fifteen-year-old girls. I would I would hope that we knew more about Jumanji than a bunch of fourteen-year-old girls. I'd be quite upset if there was a, like a quiz team out there of fourteen. There could be as on Jumanji knowledge. Who were just fucking. But we did get twenty out of twenty because we knew the answer that we got wrong technically. But yeah, technicalities always good. Yeah. Um, that's that's the quiz. I hope everyone had a good time. I love that. <laughs> and a great time. And I've had a great time chatting to you guys about Jumanji. I I oh. also enjoyed. I've been waiting for this this particular one an awful long time because I love Jumanji one so fucking much. I did think you were gonna say yeah. that, and I've enjoyed some of this. Not all. Some. <laughs> uh, I hope the listeners at home have enjoyed some, if not all, of this. And uh, we'll be back next Friday when we speak about Jumanji, um, Welcome to the Jungle. This time it's personal. No, bored out of your mind. No, wait. <laughs> that lion. There's, yeah. Trick. There's not <laughs> There one. is no lion. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we've got loads of other stuff going on. Film Club, come and watch films with us on Fridays or Saturdays on Facebook. And listen to the episodes on Mondays, usually they're out on the podcast. And we've got loads of videos on YouTube at the moment. You know, new PS Plus games and Bonfire's Boss stuff. And then we now also have a Twitch channel where I've been streaming Hitman on Monday nights and Cuphead on Wednesday lunchtimes. So come and watch them if you're free or you can also catch up on them afterwards on Twitch and YouTube as well. So loads of stuff for you to be getting involved in while you're all not working um, or working from home I don't know, I don't know what your situation is but whatever it is, there's stuff for you to watch and we'll see you next week bye 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 Also, I noticed how much Paris shoes sounds like pair of shoes. Do you reckon? That's oh yeah, <laughs> Paris shoes. Yeah, it probably is. Probably just bored. Like they were just like, what can we call it? Oh, Paris shoes. Fuck it. Or Paris shoes. Paris shoes. Does it sound like Paris who's? And it's really set in Whoville, and it's all about the Grinch. <laughs> this is like one of those memes where it's like pair of shoes being chased by like Paris who's yeah. <laughs> it's like the different interpretations of the word the monkey on the tricycle and the girl like crying <laughs> in front of it it's a chimpanzee oh yeah wait um, the chimpanzee's not on a bike either is he he's just chasing her
Yeah, he's just chasing it. <laughs> I like it better if they're both on the bike. <laughs> on a bike. <laughs> he's on a bike. On a bike. Uh, on a little red trike. I'll start, I'll start doing things. 